everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the whole family. This is a rare occurrence. We got Brendan McCullough, Matt Basta, and Mark Choi. And Joe! This is no. a sad <laughs> Oh, oh man. God. Throwback. Hey, guys, it's me, Joe. Joe is the Chuck Cunningham of this podcast. He was in episode <laughs> one, and never again. He just disappears without a trace. And then, as a joke, we had Joe Krause from Erie Canal Theater on episode 100 to be our oh, Joe, yeah. our missing Joe. That's oh, cool. Yeah. Our good Shout show. out to Erie Canal. Um, But yeah, so this is episode 199. We're about to cross another 100 off our list that's pretty wild uh how's everyone doing i didn't even get to ask things are going pretty well man we're we're doing better yeah we let's just pop this right off the bat we're been live streaming on twitch uh we got yep i sure do like cats tuning in like all the time which is fantastic and i want to just throw this out here immediately we helped her with some advice on the last episode and she asked for some more help and let's just see if we can help her out with this uh predicament she's in okay sure i would like everyone's input from this Brent, amazing situation. Yeah, Bren, read it to our listeners. Oh, that's also a good idea, because this isn't a visual podcast. <laughs> All right. Years ago, I had people pray over me to try and expel any dark forces that may be causing me ill intent. That sounds crazy, I know. <laughs> Just go with me here. Anyway, the person praying over me told me to tell them if I saw any visions of demons or anything. I saw Will Smith from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What does this mean? Hmm. But let's just you know, a, appreciate starting that the episode off with a stumper. Oh, yeah. I get this well, a lot. I, I think there's a very important <laughs> question that needs to be asked, and the, and the question is, what type of prayers? Right? Is this the type of prayers that you would utter when your say dog has eaten a Percocet, or are these the <laughs> oh, types Christ. of prayers that you would hear uh, when you're at um, an ICP concert, <laughs> if you can call it that? Uh, are these yeah, the or of when prayers? you're, or if you're pumping gas one time and some ICP concert attendees come up to you and hassle you and tell you that if you don't buy their half gallon iced teas, that things bad things are going to happen to your uh-huh, vehicle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or does this refer to your prayer level on RuneScape? Uh, to answer your guys' question, it's Christian. It's fucking nothing what you guys were talking about. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, like all these, clarify. I like all these. I like all these. Got that out of the way. Um, yeah. yeah. Will Smith from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I think that's a good sign. <laughs> I, I have it a follow up question. Smith. Also, <laughs> it could have been Will Smith from anything. It could have been like I Robot Will Smith. It could have been Wild well, Wild bad. or what West or whatever. Well, like I don't uh, know. I wouldn't want that one. That that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. So if you got young hip Will Smith from French Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I think that's one of the better ones. Is this mm-hmm. Will Smith in the character of Will Smith in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, or is this Will Smith playing? the character out of the context of the show. She said she saw him in his overalls. So I'm thinking like the sideways hat overalls where he's teaching actually how to dance and jazz is on the drums. I thought the only reason that you knew Will Smith was from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I was like, man, if that's the only exposure you've had to Will Smith and you you felt the need to explain to us, oh yeah, this actor, Will Smith, (laughs) who is in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. No, okay. You closed your eyes and you saw him in overalls. Wow. Um... It's not, like, out of all the weird celebrities to have visions of, like, during an exorcism, that's not a bad one. It could be a lot worse. Um. Sounds like your head's on straight, kid. Yeah, this is a video game podcast. Uh, let's. Hold hold up, Doug. Let's not get back on topic real quick. We gotta, we gotta answer our fans' question. I am, I am honestly speechless. I have no response to this. 
you know what I think you need to do to expel this demon? So, mm-hmm. what's the one thing that Will Smith can't live with and he can't live without? It's Carlton Banks, right? <laughs> so, what what is Alfonso his... Alfonso Riviera. Yeah, yeah. And so, what is what is Carlton known for? He's known for his, his uh, sweater tied around his neck. <laughs> now, we're fusing demons and um, expelling them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What you need to do is go collect some straw, create a little human shaped figure out of it tied up with a red a little red yeah yeah and tied up with a little red string and put a tiny little sweater around the neck of it (laughs) and then you need to pull the red string and cast it cast it forward as you shout his name and it needs to be uh well actually today would be a great day since it is uh, friday Friday the 13th 13th. so all hollow's eve that's that's all i could come up with um well, you know what you have to do? You have to take this little wicker man that you've made. Um, you, you have to uh, then give it to somebody else, right? So the, the demon, is, demon is inside of it. And so you wait for Thanksgiving. Uh, and giving is in the name. You have to give it to somebody. And so you oh, go up like to the that. family member that you like the least. And you give them the, the Will Smith demon in wicker man form. But you've booby trapped it. So that when it... It's in their possession. It disintegrates, and then and, it, and then it's and a bunch it, of snakes yeah. pop out. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can we continue? This is a video game podcast. Yep, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> here we are onto the rails again. Uh, I actually have some video <laughs> game like things rails. to discuss today. Like, I no, there's some cool shit that I want to bring up, but I guess since we haven't heard from Mark in the longest, we'll start with you. You've been doing life stuff, but what games have you been playing mainly, if you had the time? I want you guys, uh, Brendan, it's not included. I want you Whoa. guys to guess, well, because you already know the answer. I want you to guess which game I have completed. Oh, not Persona 5. Oh, it's so close, but so far, it was Persona 5. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Bastard, now your turn. Take a guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. D- Divinity 1? <laughs> no one's completed that. Dude, that I is know, impossible. God, me and my girlfriend already gave up. It's so fucking. <laughs> you just already gave up. Yeah. Oh. All right. Great. I love it. Yeah. Go ahead, Persona Mark. Five. Um, <laughs> how how did it wrap up? Did it meet expectations? Was it like it? Like you already gave us your review. Is like it should have mm-hmm. been shorter. Do you still yeah, feel that way? That's yeah. That still stands. The ending mm-hmm. was incredible. Um, I really really enjoyed the character, like the the backstories around all the characters. Oh, I do. I do think persona four did a better job with that. The, um, game is, is way too long for the dungeons though. Like, seriously, the last, yeah. the last 20 hours of the game are some of the most repetitive pieces of gameplay out of any game I've ever played in my life. Not that yeah. it w- wasn't still enjoyable. It just, it's the same thing. Yeah. That hundred hour game could have been a 70 hour game. So, so easily. It's almost like, they had this game so like so much up on a pedestal like they had to they were just trying to impress people by making it as long as they possibly could but i don't think that was the right approach i still loved everything about it the persona creation system and the weapon systems a lot more balanced than the previous games so they did that right the cutscenes were amazing they're full blown animation that to the point where they could maybe make a little bit more and have an entire show based out of it, which I'm sure they're going to do because they kind of did that with three and four. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'll have Matt fill you in about that, (laughs) how much he loves anime. Oh yeah, of course. Big old uh, Anna boo. 
But no, can you give like a short little synopsis of like the kind of game style Persona is? Because cats are, and maybe even a new listener is kind of saying like, what the heck is Persona and like, what's it all about? How are they? Yeah, no problem. So there's the real world you're in. You're a student attending a university. uh, And during the day you have to attend class and build relationships with people. And by doing this, it strengthens you up when you travel to this alternate universe. Uh, And inside of this alternate universe, you traverse towers and uh, fight these demon enemy things inside of it. Uh, And based on how you interact with people in the real world, it depends on which skills you have, uh, the items you get, uh, and ultimately like how well you're able to do. That's an extremely high level view because I don't want to... I don't want to spoil yeah. anything yeah. or go That's too much awesome. into it. Kind of mix a Final Fantasy plus Pokemon plus a dating simulator. Sort of. It's yeah, it's an it's RPG. Dark cloud. Yeah, it's yeah, you're right. It is. It's like a JRPG. Yeah. Basically, with all of those elements. So that's that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I have retired that game. I'm not doing New Game Plus in the <laughs> foreseeable future. Uh and I actually picked up the um, Rise of the Tomb Raider again. I I did like half of that game, and then realized I never finished it. And now I'm starting it up again, and it's it's been really fun. So I'm probably about eight eight or eight hours into that. I think. Um, Can and I then, just say, with yeah. regard to Tomb Raider, not to not to interrupt you, Mark. Um, no, no, go go ahead. What else but, would this podcast be? Yeah, Tomb Raider to me feels like it's in need of some variety. Like the the franchise has basically been like the same game tweaked in a bunch of ways many times. And mm-hmm. you look at other franchises and like they've branched out in sometimes, you know, to the extent that they jump the shark a little bit. Like you look at Call of Duty and it's like all of the different countries where there is some sort of geopolitical conflict and then zombies and then Hitler and, you know, like <laughs> space. <laughs> that old right? chestnut. It yeah. might not need to go that far, but like it, it would be refreshing to see like a, a a new Tomb Raider game that breaks from the tombs. The uh, what? Not necessarily even tombs, but like just come up with like a different plot line with different characters. Like it's not I, impossible to do. Like get a different Laura Croft. Get like get like uh, Felicia Craft. I don't know. <laughs> Felicia Craft. <laughs> okay. We, I, I can use would... something new on my plate. Like it's time for this to reboot. I would argue they can't really change the plot too much because there really isn't any. It's as best yeah, plot as like true. Uncharted, where it's like, here's a person, they like exploring and shooting guns. That's it. Yeah, it's like, your parents used to do this too. You're trying yeah. to live up to their expectations, <laughs> but they're dead. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're a nervous college girl studying art, uh, anthropology and you go on a trip with your friends. Next thing you know, you've murdered 147 yeah. guys. I did like the 2012 game. Like it was I, like an mm-hmm. interesting, especially the it was way more like movie like and just like yeah, I don't know. Just in, it was an action like game. It felt real interesting. Like watching all the like everything pan out the way it did. But the, it was yeah. also very predictable because I'm like, oh, that guy's gonna do this, and it was like, yep. I think out of our group of friends, I'm in the minority of not enjoying it for the most part. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's a solid 7 or 8 out of 10. I enjoyed it. But yeah. that's the thing. And I want to play this other one. What's it called? The Rise of the Tomb Raider? Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Graphically, though, it is unbelievable. It is so stunning. There are even points where I can't max it out on my PC. Like, certain certain areas and stuff. I mean, I guess I technically could, but I don't like the frame the frames dropping. So yeah. I just bump it down a tiny bit. It's probably one of the 
the best looking games I've I've ever played. Nice. But yeah, Matt, I mean Matt's right. It's basically like the Da Vinci Code with a Bruce Lee with Bruce Lee reincarnated yeah. into a female with guns. <laughs> it's like uh yeah. that's that pretty much sums it up. Uh, and then I've just been playing a ton of Overwatch, but I know yeah. you guys don't really want to hear about that. So yeah, yeah, I ruined it for the whole podcast. That's fair. Yeah, That's kind of true. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So how about you, Matt? Anything new and notable? Uh, I really enjoyed that short trip game. That was a hell of a thing. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, keeping uh, keeping this podcast on the rails. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a terrible pun. Yeah, the uh, tram. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with the game Sayoban? I am not. Mm, don't think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, it sounds maybe familiar. Uh, how do you spell that? S-Y-O-B-O-N. So the name of the game is Sayoban Action. And I, in fact, I think it's available online. You'll see this in like YouTube videos. Um, it's, it's like a troll video game. Like y- you play it and um, <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's re- it's really fucking funny. Check it off your bingo card yeah. and playing a game. <laughs> there you go. While recording. Um, so basically you play as this little cat man. Um, not that I have a thing for video games yeah, with cats. Or, or cats. Yeah. Cats in general. I mean, I do, but like not that much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just the pushes the blocks away from you. It's, <laughs> yeah. Like it's the game itself constantly trolls you. And I, I was thinking to myself, like, this is something that I really like, right? Like I love this game and I love it not because it's a troll video game, but because of the creativity in the breadth of functionality. Um, so yeah, that's, that's sort of where I've been. Otherwise I'm working on Pinecast site builders coming along. Um, lots of like little fiddly bits in there that need to be taken care of. And uh, I've been addressing listener feedback or not listener feedback, user feedback. Um, lots of people, uh, want a lot of different things and hearing <laughs> from people. I've, this is the first time we've actually like asked people like, what do you want? And gotten some what good do responses. You want? Uh, <laughs> literally just finished CSVs for line charts. And so, um, that's going to be a thing soon. Um, yeah. If, if you have thoughts and ideas and things that you want, please let me know. I hate this fucking game, Matt. Why did you ask <laughs> me? It's just killing me every fucking, in the, You're all welcome. sorts of weird ways. God damn it. Matt, what do you build your games in? Uh, JavaScript. Um, oh, wow. Okay. For a while, I was on a kick where I was writing Dart, but the only reason I was using Dart is because it had classes and it compiled to JavaScript. Um, but nowadays, uh, JavaScript has classes, so it, there's not really a great reason for me to keep using Dart, so I've been porting everything I did in Dart over to ES6, um, and I build the game engine myself, the physics myself, like everything is my own. Man. You're real hardcore there, then. Very hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I found some old files on my like one hard drive, and one of them was the world builder that you had. I didn't even get around to like checking it out. Oh to be honest, yeah, but it was I started for... doing that in uh, Python, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, that, I that's still we hanging around. It's on GitHub. Uh, we were gonna, we were gonna do, um, uh, we were gonna convert the almost better than dragons world into a oh. playable. You remember right. uh, what was it called? God. Sorcery. We were going to build yeah. a version of Sorcery, but with the Almost Better Than Dragons world. That would be fucking sick. Oh, we should maybe return on that idea. But, and that's the thing. <laughs> we can't uh, even keep the Almost Better Than Dragons world going, let alone that's, building that's a world. That's true. <laughs> 
I mean, the code the code for this is actually on GitHub. If you go to github.com slash almostbetternetwork, um, there's a repository called Worldweaver, um, yes. where you can see all the bullshit that we, we did. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I, we thing. didn't get far. But, I mean, Matt did all the work, so as always. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what I was doing in this. <laughs> I don't need to get it now. That, I'm remembering. I'm glad confusing. that you remembered the idea of what happened. So, yeah, I think about this stuff. Yeah, that's well, someone thing. does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and then I guess we can move on. Keep this on the rails, Bren. What have you been playing? Oh boy. Um, let's just take a wild guess. Overwatch and Overwatch. Divinity. Okay. So yeah, just. Sinking so many hours in both games. The the Overwatch Halloween thing's going on right now, so everyone's going nuts for that. Um, I got 55 hours in Divinity 2, and it's been out for like two weeks or three weeks. So, I'm real in that, and it's... I'm probably like level like 13 or 16 or so, and just still on the first island out of the tutorial area after 55 hours. So, that's... If you were tired of me hearing about what games I play and sick of me hearing saying Overwatch every time, well, good news, it's going to be changed to Divinity for the next 100 podcasts. Yeah, so, pretty much. That There's just so much going on in that game and so many different things. And it's just like, oh, well, I got fucked over in this. It's like, well, I guess I got to start over again now. So it's still not perfect. Like, I love it because I love that. I love that world they've built. I love the style of game. And I love how much stuff there is. But it's not like a perfectly polished game there's definitely like some bugs here and there and like stuff they definitely could have fine-tuned better or maybe we'll fine-tune with patches and stuff so it's out of early access like it's a finished game but there are still updates coming to just fix things every now and then but my god it's just so fun and so much stuff to do in it really enjoying it uh nice coincidentally uh or inversely uh opposite of how i feel about overwatch lately i fucking hate it now and i can only play for a few matches at a time before I have to get off, and it's just too fucking toxic and unbalanced for me. So, that's fun. Yeah, I can relate with Rocket League. Yeah, something I loved is now destroyed and ruined by both the community and the developers' hands. Ah, <laughs> but great. at least Rocket League, the developers are crushing it with Rocket League, but the community just, everyone, every other player is just like, kill yourself. I'm like, okay, thanks. No, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to wonder, because like, the whole Rick and Morty season three is done, and the whole Szechuan sauce thing is going on right now. And people are saying how bad that community, like that fan base, is. I'm starting to wonder if it's one specific fan base for like a game or a show. And I'm wondering if, if it's, it's not just world. everyone, because yeah. like it's just all these young kids getting involved and thinking they're hot shit. And just like before, you would come across a community that's like super incredibly vile and toxic every now and then. But now it seems like every fan base is at at a certain point. Once it gets popular enough. It's just uninhabitable with any, like, new life. It's just pure poison. And yeah. I, I think it's just this internet of just people grouping together and just circle jerk and feeding into themselves, like, more and more. Like, that's how it's always been. But for some reason, it's just getting so much worse lately. Well, that's what I mean. It'll be, like, a, a, like an example in Rocket League. It'll be, like, the other team scores, like, within, like, the first, like, minute. And then, like, both teammates of yours both are, like, forfeiting. And it's, like, calm the fuck down. It's, like, oh, yeah. we got four minutes left in this game. Or, like, people will just quit then. And it's just, like, what the fuck? So then, you like, then both players leave. And then you're just 1v3. And it's just, like, what the fuck? What? Ah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Just stupid or, shit like that. like, in Overwatch, there's a mystery heroes mode where every time you die, you spawn as a new hero and you don't have a choice in it. It's just random. 
and people okay. will just keep killing themselves over and over and over again until they get a hero they're good Jesus with. Jesus Christ. And it's like, don't play this mode then if you don't want random heroes. That's the point of this mode. Yeah. You're like, no, I gotta get, like, a loot box, like, for this mode. It's like, then play all the other modes to get the loot box. Like, don't play this one if you're just gonna keep killing yourself over. Like, that's the point of this mode. So it's just, I mean, like I said, it's always been an issue, but for some reason these seem more prevalent in games and shows and movies and other fan bases, like, so much more now. And I don't, I think it's just the general hate of the internet everywhere now seeping into everything. Yeah. It's so something, uh, with regard to Overwatch, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, this is a, a, an article from Kotaku, which was published today, not to date the episode or anything. Um, but oh. in China, apparently there is an Overwatch clone, um, that people are starting to pick up on more. Uh, and Blizzard is not happy. Um, whoa. All right. So people have said before, Battleborn, uh, what was it? Lawbreakers, Paladins, like our Overwatch clones. And they're stemming in the same genre of it, like in a similar. This is straight up a clone there's no denying it. wow the art is identical the colors of the maps are the same oh, even oh the like s- the like yeah, score but- and timer at the top of the screen and stuff like but you gotta give them credit though yeah it's just like it's different though obviously no i, I don't, don't have to give them credit this is the exact same thing as overwatch uh well that's like i don't know it's different art assets obviously well obviously but it's clearly copied from overwatch's style there's even yes, a panda instead style. of winston Instead of Winston the gorilla, there's a panda. Or maybe it's another gorilla. But it's... No, I don't have to give them credit at all. There's just a cheap what, Chinese knockoff, and they're taking on Blizzard, which is a fucking awful idea. So, you know, fuck them, man. They deserve to be sued. Because this is just straight up a clone without, like... Even the map is identical to it. Just with Okay, well, that's resolution. ridiculous. Yeah, it like, is. It even this took is some everything. of the audio files, it looks like. From- I wouldn't oh, be surprised. Really? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. This is stupid as shit. Well, damn. I mean, they went to a lot of effort to fucking make a clone that's just, like, gonna get them in a lot of trouble, too. What a bunch of idiots. Well, so the thing is, and the interesting thing about China is that it's very difficult to sue somebody in China for doing what you do, right? Like, as an American company. Certainly, Blizzard has a presence in China to some extent, but the Chinese government oftentimes sides with domestic companies um, or if they don't side with them, they make it very difficult for foreigners to make any sort of headway in the court system. So I think these game developers thought to themselves, hey, we can clone this. At the very least, we're going to get a few years of lead time where this is being sold. We're making money. If we mm-hmm. get sued, we're just going to up and disappear. And guess what? Yeah. Blizzard is going to be able to do jack shit about it. Um, it's a reason why Google has 10% market share in China. It's a reason why Uber left China. It's, you know, the Chinese market is so tightly dominated by people that build stuff in China. And if you go with something unique and original to China and somebody else copies it, you're just shit out of luck. Yeah, that's one of the big reasons why they frown so highly on cryptocurrencies and banning ICOs and exchanges for bitcoin and all sorts of things like that because they there's the chance that the money will seep out of the direct chinese economy and they don't like that isn't that why they banned uh gold farming in wow because people were like spending money online in different countries and just essentially not essentially spending money on nothing like they're just they're spending like chinese money in other countries but they weren't really getting anything in return 
I guess. I don't know that I I don't know anything about that, but that would make sense, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, there there's an argument to be made that, you know, the the Chinese government and, you know, financial institutions in China buying debt abroad is doing effectively the same thing. Um I mean, obviously, <laughs> you know, it's it's different and at a different scale, but like Yeah. You could you could say, you know, oh, well, the Chinese government is you know, buying up all this debt, they're not getting anything in return. They're getting a promise that they'll get money someday, maybe. So I, I think really it's a matter of China wanting China to be China and not to be relying on the US and Europe and, you know, India and whoever else. Um, I think they, they very much want to keep games at home. They want to keep, you know, currency within the country. I think that these games, um, if they were headquartered in China um, and, you know, there was gold farming going on, it would be totally allowed. Um, and yeah. there's still the possibility of gold leaving the country, right? Like if people are gold farming and it's being sold to people in America, guess what? Same problem, right? <laughs> or you yeah. have an American gold farming for a Chinese game, right? I, I think it's really just that they, they want to be in control. Yeah, I yeah, especially considering how heavily censored so much of their news and like information is just how they're like I yeah, I fully agree with that. Yep. I, I also don't know too much about China, so maybe I won't overstep my boundaries. Yeah. What you're not very well versed on the great leap forward, Bren? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Me neither. Uh but keeping this show on the rails, I guess I'll talk about the games I've been playing. It's mainly just uh some stuff for PS4. So let me start by saying I'm revisiting Final Fantasy 15 and lo and behold like I I have yet to do new game plus but there's all of this like new content that I wasn't expecting like there and I hear I think I read an article where they're just going to continue to pump shit out for this game so I'm thrilled I love it but so the first thing is I found out that there's this limited event it's called the Assassins Festival and it's like a free download if you're playing on Xbox 1 or PS4 so go check that out if you have Final Fantasy 15 and weren't like playing it. Go revisit it. Check out this Assassins Festival. I went in completely blind. I'm like, and it didn't even click in my mind. I'm like thinking like Assassins Festival. What's this all about? I log in and it's like a total like crossover game of like Final Fantasy meets Assassin's Creed. So they obviously had some kind of deal with whoever does Assassin's Creed. What Ubisoft or yeah. I forget. Um, but regardless, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. So they must add some kind of big money deal where they brought that into this game. And it's this, the town of Listalem, if you're familiar with it, Final Fantasy fans, yeah. uh, they take over that place. And it's basically this whole festival where the main characters, Noctis, Ignis, Gladiolus, and Prompto all get their own little like assassin robes. Like, I think it's like, yeah, an actual exclusive item you can obtain called like the Medjay assassin robes. And it's makes you look like an Assassin's Creed player. You like jump around and you kill like the Empire. They come looking for Noctis and shit. It's pretty cool. It's only a limited time thing though. So from August 31st of 2017 to January 31st of 2018. So you still got a couple months left, listener. Definitely check it out. It's if you're a fan of Assassin's Creed and Final Fantasy, it's a no brainer. But like to me, like zero Assassin's Creed experience. I was just like, I had fun, but I wasn't like crazy about it. So but it's definitely worth checking out. I de I'm not sure if I got the exclusive items yet. In fact, a lot of the stuff when I went to visit, there's like these mini games and stuff. A lot of them were still under construction. So I'm going to have to keep logging in and hopefully they're going to have like the Chocobo racing and shit. So I, I did think there is like some kind of special item you get for that. So regardless, Wait, the game wasn't finished. Yet? Yeah, that sounds like Assassin's Creed. 
Yeah, goddammit. Um, and then there's also, I'm doing episode Gladiolus, which I, I apparently had, but never got around to, like, playing, so... That's pretty cool. He's a badass. Like, the whole time, like, you know, like, in the story of Final Fantasy XV, like, Gladio just, like, steps away for a while, and it's all mysterious and shit. It's like, well, here's the episode of what he does. And, like, he's, like, doing some crazy trials and shit, like, trying to gain some, like, wicked power. So, like, that's a really cool experience. I'm just about at the end of it. I'm on, like, the final trial. I had streamed, like, an hour of it and then ended up, like, uh, dying and being like, well, I'll come back someday. So, I'll actually have after we're done with this, I might end up doing some of that. But so I, it's just cool that I can play a game that I bought so long ago and it's like still fresh content. Like, so that's really cool. And there's more coming down the pipes. Apparently, episode Ignis is coming out in December and I prompt those out too. I just didn't get around to playing that one yet. So that's all exciting shit. And I'm trying to think, oh yeah. And I did like boot up the old gaming PC because I just have been PS4 fanatic for so long. I'm like, let me see what's good with Steam. Apparently, no wonder I haven't played in so long. I tried to boot up Steam, and it was just like compatibility issue with Windows. Like you can't uh, run this in like an older compatibility. Change it. So I was like, okay, I'll change the fucking compatibility. And I unticked the box, and no, that was like a consistent error. And it's apparently like a thing. If you Google it, people are like, oh, don't ever run Steam in compatibility mode. It'll just fuck things up. And the reason I did was for I think Path to the Sky or something. I don't fucking remember why I was doing it, but. Many months ago, I was like, yeah, let's run it in compatibility mode and see if this game will work, because maybe someone suggested that. And no, if anything, it just fucked me over and left me in this, like, loop where I can't even get into Steam. So I'm like, Wait, so are you trying me. to... Are you running Steam in compatibility mode, or Yes, game? that's what I was running. No, Steam. Steam is bizarre in that it ties into so much stuff, and I, I can only imagine that running in compatibility mode just fucks it up royally. And then, yeah, the, basically Steam support has a site, and it's a, a, a page that just says, yeah, untick the box when you go into properties and go to compatibility tab. Just say, don't run it. And then restart your computer? No. It'll just be like, oh, you're still running it. And then you pull it up, and the box is still unticked. So I'm like, what the fuck? So the only way to go around this is to actually dig into your goddamn registry, find this one value and delete it. And it was like, and that actually worked. So I was like, God damn it. So if anyone's struggling with that, just shoot me a message. I'll help you out. But it's like such bullshit that it's even like so convoluted. But I'm back online with Steam, so that was a long story short. Hey, are you still running 32-bit Windows? And Please dude, tell me I'm you're actually, not dude, running 32-bit Windows. Literally, the window. funny thing is about that, I'm planning on changing that. I got, the, like, the, I dude, just bought, I, I bought it the other how day. How do you plan like, on changing that without buying a new computer? Or buying a new copy of Windows, I mean... That's what I... No, I'm going to get a new copy of Windows, and that's fine. This will be, like, my 10th one by now. God damn Do you have a 64-bit <laughs> CPU? Uh, Yes. Yeah, that's how old is this computer? <laughs> yeah, that's Matt. Matt, th this is no. Uh, we, it was running. We've been talking about for a long time, and then my it it, like, it totally, totally uh, got whacked out, and I forget. I I forget exactly if it was like how do you lose thirty two bits? I just because I was an idiot. Um, no, Matt, he bought. He got another copy of Windows. I think that was a thirty two bit copy yes, and installed exactly that right. on a PC that should be running a sixty four bit copy. And every single problem you're having, where did you buy ever. this copy of Windows? I know, and that's like, by upgrade. The funny thing is, now that it's like that's it even said that I was like, okay, I reinstalled uh, Skyrim. It's like, yeah, you can't run this on six on 32 bit. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm I'm gonna buy a new copy of Windows and fix this this weekend because I got the time to do it, so I'm going to. So I don't mind. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted. Hopefully by two. I feel like It'll this is bad. a money pit. 
this this is this is a money pit where movie. you're just going to keep pouring money into this gaming PC and like buy a new copy of Windows every couple years and like then you're going to need a new graphics card and then like oh, everything's going to be fucked need a up new because of compatibility card, most likely but buy a fine. new computer nah, <laughs> just buy fine. a new one <laughs> nah it's okay it's just endless problems for me for the last decade but it's okay so i have yeah. a i have a coworker who uses um vim as his text editor at work, right? Vim is a text editor that works in the command line. So like Yay. you open up your terminal and it's black and white and you type Vim and then you've got a text editor in the terminal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and he goes and installs all these plugins because Vim does next to nothing out of the box, right? So you install like a plugin for every language that you use and a plugin for like all the nice things that you want it to do. Mm-hmm. I use a program called Sublime and it does all of these things by default. Ooh, Sublime Text right? is great. Sublime is great. I love it. Yeah. It, it's, I like, it's, I like Sublime Version 3 just came out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Mark gets, gets me. I'll go back in the corner. But so he, use, he uses Vim, and every time he has problems, which is roughly once a week, I say, you got to start the time-wasted fucking around with Vim clock, because it, it happens so frequently. <laughs> like, it, it is indisputable that, like, at a certain point, you were just pissing away time and money. Like, you might as well just buy a new gaming PC. It'll be great. You'll have a blast with it. You'll have all this fancy new shit. It's not going to be, like, reinstalled Windows seven times, and there's, like, weird partitions everywhere from, like, previous failed attempts to, like, dual boot with Linux or God knows whatever you've done in here's, the past. Here's the, God, the God's honest truth, though. Like, I'm not really much of a PC gamer. Like, I haven't been using this goddamn thing for the longest time because now I got a PS4, and, like, I think as a gamer, I'd much, I'm more of a console guy. So like, to me, like investing in a PC, like I don't really need, isn't a good investment for me when I have this <laughs> I, surface that like has been keeping the podcast alive. Like this. Well then use your surface. Stuff. Why do you even have the, why do you need a gaming PC? You then? don't fucking play like steam on, I mean, I could play like, you don't play steam period. <laughs> you just I'm said just that you don't, you're not much of a PC gamer. So why play at all? Exactly. That's well, what not I mean. necessarily I'd not why not play at all. Like you can play these games on like modern devices these days, right? There's very few games that require like incredible horsepower. I know. If and you the PC don't I have, have the... is pretty damn like beefy for its day. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just Was saying. Was that like, day wh- in 1998? Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. So can I comment on this? Uh, I think we all have this perception that Doug's had all of these repeated issues all stemming from different problems but it's not his computer it's the operating system yes and you could literally if you had just bought a legit copy of 64-bit windows two years ago none of these problems would have happened because i remember you had multiple copies, all of which were like cracked or something. Yeah, no, they were and bought you, from a bad source. No, yeah, that's and what then I, mean. I want to buy directly from Windows Microsoft XP Pro. Where is cracked? Intl.legitfinal.iso.bin.exe.scr. That's what I mean. I bought it from like some website that was like, yeah, these are fine, and it was like not fine. So yeah, these are great. Trust none me. of this, none of this we debate on definitely hardware. Definitely microsoft.biz.ru. Yeah. .ru. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So none, dude. Okay. So none of this stuff you even needs to be talked about. Keep your current hardware. Just get a real copy of Windows and you will be fine. Yeah. And if I want to pour money into it, I can definitely do upgrades, but like it's yeah. at this point, it's, pr- it's pretty solid. I, anyway. Uh, but that's the thing. It's not solid running 32 bits. Yeah. I want you to keep a running count of how much money you spent. It's funny you bring that up because it was like, 
it's been on my to-do list for the longest time. And I was like, literally today is the day. And I'm like, I got my flash drive out. I'm like, I think I even like, yeah, this is enough to fit a copy of windows 10 on it. Yeah. Just sudo apt get install vim. All right. That'll fix your problems. There we go. Um, and then (laughs) any other games that we want to bring up before we, is there any news or anything? I, I know there's news, but here's a chance for games. Cuphead sold, I think, over a million copies. So, oh hell yeah, fucking awesome for them. Considering the guys had to like remortgage their houses to finish making it. Ooh, yeah, not yeah. recommended. Well, I mean, they were really dedicated to it, which is great because it paid off. But I certainly hope this shows that there's a market for super stylish indie games, like really dedicated to the art style and themes. But I, I pray to God these guys don't try to make another one because it took them like nine years to make this, and like I said, they remortgaged their houses and quit their job, like. The game's amazing, but like, don't, <laughs> I don't bet on making another one exactly like this, like all hand drawn. Yeah. So that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. So I still haven't bought it yet, but even, even if I don't get around to playing it, I'm going to buy it just to support them because it's, it's so great. And it's not another fucking Call of Duty clone or another fucking PUBG ripoff and all these other generic games that are all identical. Yeah. Oh, I do have something gaming related. I mean, it's not actually, but like, so I've been selling a lot of my records because I'm like, I can't listen to all these things and I'm making a lot of money doing so. So like, I got about like 550 bucks just like from selling records that I didn't have before. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll buy like a gaming something or other. I'm not really sure. Maybe I save it. So, but my options, I was like, I went to Twitter. I'm like, what would you guys do if you're in my shoes? Like, and you just have money to do it. Would you get a Switch or would you get PSVR or something else? I would not get PSVR. No. Based on my experience with it, I played for about four hours. Th- no, three or four hours. Um, last time I was in Taiwan, my one friend had it, and it. I've used the Vive and that, and oh my god, the Vive is light years ahead in terms of progress. The PSVR was so clunky and like. I got horrible motion sickness, and it was just oh, not. God. It was not that great. And I had. Well, I've Sony's never... the last of the party. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's still. I. I get it. Look, I get it. It's a budget VR system. I understand you're working with hardware. It's not even. Not... It's five hundred fucking bucks. Yeah, four, <laughs> dude, that's budget. That's budget system for VR, VR, dude. Yeah. That's seriously cheap for VR. So yeah. it 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 just wasn't that good. I I don't know. Well, put, yeah, people say, like, oh, it's the cheapest VR. It's like, well, it's cheap if you already have a PS4. If you don't, then it's, like, 700-something. So even with that, I yeah, it's still I mean, the cheapest here's, quality. Here's the thing. You, you can get one, and it would be a mistake, right? Like, Oculus is so far ahead of everybody else in this space. It's not even funny. And the, the thing that mm. makes me think that it would it, you would have buyer's remorse almost immediately, Oculus didn't present anything this year. There has been nothing new from Oculus since their announcements last year. And that makes me think that they are right on the cusp of announcing and releasing brand new hardware. And if you go out and even if you were to buy a Vive right now, like I could imagine in six months, you sitting there being like, God damn it. Why didn't I just wait so I could spend the extra $500 and get like the best goddamn things since sliced bread? I don't know. I feel like Oculus hasn't had has had nothing but trouble ever since they got bought out by Facebook. There's been nothing but like scandals and like financial problems. And uh, who is the creator of that? But the product is still something. there, and the it's product's well still staffed. there. But there's nothing. There's nothing for it. Like, are there any games exclusive to Oculus Rift? 
or any uh, programs that are worthwhile besides just being in a movie theater, like your own isolated movie theater. Like VR yeah. or Vive is at least dedicated to video games. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do for it. Oculus just seems like they're trying to integrate social media into a VR system, which fucking no one wants. Everyone, yeah, I don't, that sounds super lame. More people are getting off Facebook now than ever. Like people are deleting their Facebooks and stopping. And this just seems like a VR. I mean, Oculus is definitely not a, a, a social media VR device, right? Like you but can, I feel like they're you trying can to turn use it social that. media with it. I mean, that's because they've got developers that want to do things with VR. So yeah. the things that I'm looking forward to, web VR has landed in both Firefox and Chrome. Right. So now there are VR web pages that are being built that are coming into existence. If I was Oculus, I would wait until that shit starts showing up before I announce my hardware that can take advantage of it. Second off, virtually every game on Steam that supports VR is built for Oculus. Is right? It? No, I don't Ste- think so. No, Steam is partnered with the Vive. Vive, yeah. Oh, then what's the other one? Uh, uh, the Vive. Uh, not Steam. Matt, you're probably thinking of the Vive. Then. The Vive's a good one. The Vive is amazing, and it's really expensive. So I maybe that's I mean, what I, you're thinking I've of. I've tried both, and I was I was far more impressed with the Oculus than I was with the Vive. Okay. Yeah, I I played every. What was played, the What's the game marketplace where the, where all of them are uh, Oculus? Is it BattleNet? No, the, Battle uh, BattleNet's Blizzard. Blizzard. That's not. So I would highly doubt that. No, what's the, the what's the uh, the other one? Ah, eh, fuck it. Never mind. Is it Origin? Oculus, no, Oculus no. doesn't have any games. Like, yeah, there's... Oculus isn't really a gaming thing. Yeah. Really? No. And Oculus is... Uh, uh, yeah, Oculus, like f- like Bren said, they just... They oh, were so me, hyped man. up until they <laughs> yeah. fell off I, the, the face the of the earth. The thing is, they, they have the technology, though, right? Like, they have the, the, the dozens funding. of billions of dollars. So did Betamax. So did Betamax had the technology that was superior than VHS tapes, but VHS won. So it, it's not always the best technology always wins. I mean, it's it, this isn't this isn't the apples to apples though, right? Because the Love the the plat <laughs> you don't necessarily need to have dedicated support, right? You could still launch on both. A game can still support Mac and Windows. It's not like Windows won out on gaming. Virtually every game on Steam I can install on my iMac. I don't think I own any games that don't work on my iMac. So, but. It's it's the company that's involved with it. Like ever since Facebook bought them, there's been nothing but scandals going on. One of the higher ups in it was caught in a pedophile ring. Uh, Palmer Lucky was caught dedicating to I think right wing extremist websites and stuff. Like there's just been nothing good news about them, and they've been taking a lot of PR blowback for a while now. Yeah, Five is just like yeah, our game isn't too great, and then like a month later, like hey, it's better now. Like that was kind of it. Like it's a main dedicated gaming VR headset, and I think that's definitely the one to go with if you want to buy VRs. I still wouldn't recommend buying one yet. Because it takes yeah. up a lot of space. I wouldn't recommend buying one either, simply because yeah. of the the issues. But Oculus, I, I mean, I know people that work on Oculus <laughs> personally. Okay, I met Palmer Lucky. He was kind of a dick. <laughs> I mean, so, it, I, uh, I I make no comment on the people working on it. But the fact of the matter is, they're the ones with the budget and the incentive, right? It, Facebook isn't just being like, "Well, we bought this ridiculous company for no reason. We're just gonna like sit here and have like 3D." social media like they're gonna do something with this like they have I would to. maybe so. we don't I really we don't, hope you so. can't guarantee that though we can't make any promises I mean, on nobody we can don't guarantee that but the exactly. thing is they are legally obligated to turn a profit for their shareholders so the fact well, of, of the matter is that they're going to do something with it they're, they're legally obligated to try it doesn't mean they'll succeed 
we had Reggie Watts on the show, and I don't know whether it was HTC Vive or Oculus he was talking about, that they're already exploring like interesting things where like, yeah, people are doing uh, stand-up in VR and like the yeah. audience is all VR. And like people are fucking doing like live performances and do all sorts of like different shit in VR that like we're just not aware of because it's not the mainstream yet. They're probably experiencing the, all that, and that is going to be a cash maker. Like, it's just going to be huge. Like, there's no denying it. As someone who is like th- thoroughly involved in producing content for that shit, Reggie was seemed pretty like convinced that like there's a huge future here. Well, I think and I don't, I don't doubt it. He was talking about doing it with uh, Justin Rowland, who's creator of Rick and Morty, uh, and he, Justin Rowland's uh, one of the founders of Squatch Tenda, which is a VR company, and they got stuff, their stuff on the Vive. So I, I don't it's remember Vive. exactly. What okay, said. yeah, but I I'm, think it was, I'm, yeah. Like ninety percent sure my, he was talking about the My vibe. point is is that I would wait at least six months before looking at anything VR related. Because yeah. I want to see what Oculus comes out with. I think if if you aren't interested in Oculus's next big thing, then you really have no interest in in the future of VR. Because Oculus has been doing this the longest. They have the best technology in terms of viewability and comfort. And mm. Quite frankly, they have the bankroll, right? They have literally every incentive to destroy this market. But they're not. Like, they're, that's what I mean. they're still not doing that well. It's VR's leap, or uh, Vive is leaps and bounds ahead of them in this current market. In, in terms of adoption, but that's not a technology problem. If I'm not mistaken, they were catching up with the controllers, though, like the touch controllers. That was yeah. like an afterthought. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, Matt. We're not talking about the technology. Like, yes, Oculus has, for all intents and purposes and t- t- uh, stat wise, they should have the technology to be leaps and bounds ahead of everyone, but they're doesn't not. Mean, yeah, and it doesn't it, mean they it's are. not guaranteed that they will be. Well, I mean, it, it's it's the same argument that like, oh, the iPhone is so much further ahead than than Android is, and that that has turned out to never be a the worthwhile case. argument, right? Like, just because you know the iOS was far prettier than Android for a long time, Android has been far more successful overwhelmingly in almost every regard for most Wait. of its existence. Wait, right? aren't you just contradicting yourself now? <laughs> Wait, no, what? and I'm saying it. What, you're saying <laughs> Android, that- Android has been around for forever, right? And everybody has discounted and said, like, "Oh, everybody builds everything for iOS." But now, it is popular. It is beautiful. It is the thing that everybody wants, right? Google came out, popped out Google the 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 Pixel Buds out of nowhere, right? Facebook has every incentive to sit down and get this technology right and come out with the best. VR headset by throwing money at the problem and hiring the the best people in VR tech, which they are, and and we know that. And do we to say we do know, know that. that? I know well, that. Well, I mean, you keep saying they have the incentive to do this, and they do. I agree with you on that. But it's not guaranteed that they will be the most successful in like. And it's not guaranteed one. that HTC is going to do any better in a year's time. It, I'm not for saying all any, intents and purposes, I'm HTC right says, "Ah, eh, there's no money here. I'm, you know, we're going to abandon all this." Right? Maybe. I, so I'm saying right now, though, speculating in the future is pointless. Right, and I'm saying right now doesn't matter because <laughs> wait, wait so right now doesn't matter. The future doesn't matter. I'm not going to speculate about the past. I, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All of this is gonna get cut out. <laughs> yeah, potentially. No, don't cut it out. This I just don't know stuff. what point you're trying to make. I'm just saying in the I, marketplace saying, right now. I'm saying the point is the point is to wait six months because for us to say in six months if Oculus does release a device, there's not going to be any support is nonsense. Th- that's that's a bullshit claim. 
I we never claimed it that. Seems like okay. It seems like they're still going through some legal troubles, according to this website I just looked at. Yeah, which could probably be why there's a lot there's of scandal. Such, so, why it's been so slow? Yeah. That could explain it. Yeah, and yeah, you guys they're, pretty much confirmed in my mind. Like out of the two options, I'm definitely leaning switch. Like I, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, Even Brand mentioned like goddamn like I think we can all agree shit. you should get a Nintendo. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah, it is. you should get at the end of the day. Well, that's the thing. You it's just, the switch. Sorry, sorry. Go get your this, Mario device. <laughs> con- exactly. That's the thing. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm clearly a console gamer, so it makes sense yeah. to get the Switch. But yeah, but I don't want to just get a console for like a handful of games. But like, I think well, as I mean- they're, they're going to be keep coming out and there's lots there's actually a shitload of games that i'm excited about for that console that i would never otherwise be able to enjoy so i don't know i i definitely think that's what i'll do i'll most likely try to pre-order that odyssey switch when it comes out i think it's like got red controllers and shit and comes with the game yeah there's no pre-orders on that that. yeah there's no pre-orders so like if you want that you just have to get there at like seven or you know 4 a.m at the store oh dude i thought i saw pre-orders already no, because my uh, coworker actually returned his Switch to try and get the Mario Odyssey Switch, and they said no oh. pre-orders. You have to be there like just super early, first in line. Jesus Christ! All right, at least well, out here, I don't know. Maybe I highly doubt it's different, but you know, maybe. I'm gonna double check that. But yeah, I, that's the thing. I think that's what I'll do for consoles, though. Like to get a console solely for a handful of games, I would argue it. Nintendo is the one to do because they are so good at their exclusives. Like yes. So, like, I would never get an Xbox One for whatever their exclusives are because they don't right. have any, and it's likely that it'll be on the PS4 as well or on the PC. But, like, Nintendo, it's usually only for those devices. So, like, if you were going to get a handful of games or a console for a handful of games, Nintendo's usually a safe bet. Yeah, and it's fucking mobile, too. I could fucking take it with me. Like, what the go. hell? So that's, I mean, yeah, what a thing. Yeah, you can bring it to your next house party. You can bring it on the train. On a rooftop party. Yeah, you can bring it to your next rooftop party. Yeah. Play it on the podcast. All right, but anyway, is there anything God, else we want to talk about? Enough. Um, let's see. Uh, news wise, yeah, let's dive into some news. Uh, Assassin's Creed had uh, an ad going around online saying, sorry, the bonus mission is blocked. You have to pre-order to unlock it because Ubisoft is fucking terrible. Yeah, so, at least they're aware of it. They're, no, they're not only aware of it. They're knowingly mocking their audience because they know they're still going to make money off this because people yeah. are already excited for Origins. I don't know why because if anyone gave a shit about uh, Assassin's Creed in Egypt like 100,000 years ago, they should have done that for like the third one back when people still cared about it. Not That's what I mean. The 17th one when no one gives a fuck anymore about Assassin's Creed. No, people ju- solely give a fuck because it's like pyramids Because it's in Egyptian, Egypt. yeah. It's not even a joke. Like that just whole environment is super interesting. But also like you can't do parkour on the pyramids because there's only like fucking three of them in a, like a fucking mile <laughs> radius or some shit. Like what the I hell I mean, are you- there's other buildings, but yeah, I understand what you mean. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> but there's <laughs> even... You just... It's solely you don't appearance. get to jump across anything. It's just you can just, <laughs> just run around down. on the ground. It's, there's no buildings at all. It's just a desert and the three pyramids. That's <laughs> it. Um, but there's even in like uh, explorer mode where you can play the game without the combat. You just walk around ancient Egypt and like get to look at all the historical stuff and find out the research they put into the game, which I think could be neat for people who aren't like people definitely going to buy the game solely for that. They're going to be their friend or boyfriend or husband or girlfriend or whoever is going to buy the game and then whoever is not interested in the gameplay but likes Egypt history 
is going to do this feature. But I think it really calls into question how thorough their research is, because they're typically pretty good, but it's also the Da Vinci Code of video games, where it's just a bunch of made-up alien future technology bullshit. So, how realistic That's is That's the it? second time we've uh, compared something to the Da Vinci Code. It's a great movie Same book. episode. <laughs> I love Tom Hanks, and I'll talk about him any chance I get. Um, but I want the pickle. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe someone will get that reference. All right, keep going, Brent. Um, but, eh, that's pretty much it. It's just Ubisoft is terrible. Assassin's Creed is still shit, and they're trying to milk you for pre-order bonuses, which there's no reason for. Um, yeah, yeah. that's about it. Right. Uh, oh, I was gonna mention though, uh, Netflix, uh, Stranger Things season two trailer just dropped, yeah. and it looks fucking nuts. Like, I can't even describe. Like, I know Brent, that you said off air, you're like. I, I'm going to go into it blind so you don't want to check out the trailer and you're yeah. probably better off that way because there it is a lot of revealing shit like it's going to dude it's going to blow your fucking mind if you're going in blind I can't even I almost wish I did at this point but seeing See? the trailer has me so hyped and it's going to be right around the corner I mean we're recording on the 13th and it's coming out like Halloween I think so holy fuck yeah uh, so much stuff has been ruined for me by the trailers even if the trailer wasn't bad itself, which a lot of them are these days, um, just I've seen so many stories I can kind of plot out what the story is going to be or what the reveal is going to be, so I ruin it for myself. So I did it with The Force Awakens. I didn't see any commercials, trailers, or any advertisements for it, and I liked it much more for that. So I only look for trailers for something to win me over, to get my interest in it, but if I'm already interested, I don't want to see anything about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but and I think I read an article where the creators of the show say that it might be a four-season season thing. So, hell, if I can oh look forward God. to this every Halloween for the next two years, I'm if, they, if they're continually putting out content that, that was as good as the first season, I have no problem with it. Because, like, this, the, the way the trailer was, it just makes you so excited because it looks very interesting, just like where you left off in the first season. Holy fuck, I'm hype. Yeah, it's... I'd be I'd be impressed if they were able to keep that quality up for four seasons, but right, it would be very good. Yeah, agreed. So maybe four is pushing it, but I I sure hope not. Um, let's see how two goes. But fans of the show look forward to that. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Oh, uh, South Park uh, fractured butthole and all their stupid controversy. Um, remember we talked about the difficulty slider for the skin tone where yeah we talked to and yeah. how they had the fish like in blackface. Goddamn. Yeah, to kind of uh, backpedal on that, now they're saying the difficulty slider for the skin tone is just a joke. There's actually no consequence in it whatsoever. It's not, there, there's actually no more difficulty. It was just a comment that Cartman makes while you're in the character customization screen. So when I read that article, and please correct me if I'm wrong, I may have misread it. They They didn't exactly say that it does nothing. They said that it doesn't affect combat. That's what they said initially. But after they had the whole Kanye West mom thing and everyone accusing them of being racist, which that then they took it out was they're backpedaling saying like, oh, no, that comment was just a joke. Like all of it was a joke. There's actually no difficulty whatsoever to end. Like it doesn't change at all. So I was kind of on board for the initial difficulty slider. Like that was a cool idea. And some people are saying comments of like, oh, like. Uh, writing like articles like how this could actually be a statement, how this could do this and this. It's like, sure, you can put whatever spin you want on it. But if anything, I thought it was just <laughs> a neat, neat idea that you're, depending on what character you were, it changed. So I know in some like RPG games, if you're an elf, people will call you names. But other than that, the game doesn't change at all. It's just what people call you. Whereas in this, it had some more of an impact than that. 
uh, even I even think, if it was just how much money you made from each battle. But now I think they're yeah. backpedaling full force of saying like, nope, we're not doing anything race related at all because we got such blowback from that uh, Kanye West's uh, fish mom thing, which is just blackface. Like, there's no denying that's just a fish in blackface. So I understand the immediate recoil of that, but also they shouldn't have just done it to begin with. Like. The yeah. whole Kanye West model. Well, thing. so here's 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 the problem that I see with the slider. Historically, South Park games and South Park the TV show has mm. not had particularly like outwardly explicitly racist characters, right? Like yeah. you don't see black people walking around in South Park getting heckled in a malicious manner by people around them or or being treated, you know, in in you know minorly racist ways, right? Yeah. When it happens, it's a joke, yeah, right? It's a, it's and it's, it's, it's over, making fun the of the top. racism. Yeah. So to put it in initially sort of defies the the character of the show and of the franchise. And it makes me wonder whether they really gave it much thought, right? Like, I can understand where they're coming from if they want to say, like, oh, it does nothing. And if they had said that up front, oh, it does nothing, like, I could see them making a point. But for them to backpedal just feels weird because now it's like, how would you have done that anyway? Right? Yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird, it's a weird thing. I I don't want to really comment too much further until the final game comes out and we see what they actually did produce. Yeah. But, I mean, if South Park is not the kind of, franchise to make that kind of statement to begin with so i don't really know where they were going with that one that's just it, it, it's cryptic on many levels right because on one hand like there's the the viewpoint of like overcompensating and then there's the viewpoint of like making a bad semi-racist joke but like it doesn't fall on either end of the spectrum and it's not really in the middle so i'm not really sure what they did yeah well uh the game i'm just comes confused out, the game comes out october 17th so pretty close to the by the time this episode comes out. Um, so we'll find out then. But yeah. I think I wouldn't have been surprised if they did try to make a comment, like some sort of statement with it, like by the difficulty. Um, I think the immediate recoil of the Kanye West bomb thing and the racist claims with that and the immediate backpedaling of that is odd. Like I, I do agree. The whole thing feels kind of odd and maybe someone put it in offhandedly or like made a comment and didn't really think too much about it. And now they're really thinking about it and they're like, Ooh, maybe this was a bad idea. It does feel different but i i don't think it was too far out of the realm of possibilities for them to have put the initial difficulty slider pairing with the skin tone i don't think that's too outlandish for the south park guys it would be different but i don't think it like i wouldn't be i would be surprised if anyone else did this but when i hear south park doing it i'm like okay i can see that i hear that yeah because i mean they're the most ridiculous you can get on tv like as for years for decades yeah always pushing the boundary yeah Yeah. so i wouldn't be too surprised by that but yeah i think this is just this is just a knee-jerk reaction to the kanye west mom thing um but like i said the game's gonna be out in like four days so we're actually gonna find out for sure whether or not this is in the game or not or god forbid they'll actually push it back for another fucking year like they always do with these south park games but we'll see in fairness the south park games historically have had a bullshit amount of content like yeah. They they have they have packaged in far more content than they really need to sell the game at the price that they sell them. Well, the first one, the Stick of Truth, 
um, they had a whole Skyrim like B story, like a whole big yeah, <laughs> and they had to take that out last minute, and that's what got delayed. And there's still like th- a solid 30, 40 hours of gameplay in there, which oh, is more yeah. than most. It's AAA ridiculous. Titles. Yeah, yeah, no, it, like I. I don't think anybody is is disappointed with what they end up putting out in terms of like volume of content. If anything, I would expect it to be shorter and sweeter and hopefully come out sooner. But I mean, you get you get what you wait for. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, the New Mutants trailer came out. Speaking of trailers, uh, the New Mutants is a spinoff of the X Men, and it's just kind of like a next group of you know, it's New Mutants. It's a younger team, um, and they're Typically in comics, like the teenager group. Um, and they have some really good stories. And this movie is set up to be a different take on superheroes, uh, movies. It's supposed to be like a horror movie. It's sort of set in an asylum where the mutes are being like tested on and are trying to escape and stuff. And the trailer really shows that. It really makes it seem like a horror movie that just happens to have mutants in it. Hmm. So the trailer is pretty typical of a horror movie trailer. Like it, it's nothing too crazy, uh, from it. But knowing that they're mutants and superheroes adds a new twist to it, and I'm really excited to see them try something different with the superhero genre and not just the same trope of big battles and all that shit. Especially with X-Men, who are getting real stagnant with some of their movies lately. Uh, What else? IGN bought Humble Bundle. So uh, that site's about to be ruins. Whoa. That's yeah. pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, it's super lame. Yeah. I mean, on the plus side, if you buy something from Humble Bundle, the money's still going to a charity case because it's IGN and they're fucking awful. So I don't know what's going to happen with them, but I don't know. Mm. Expect Humble Bundle to get a little shittier soon. I can't imagine it gets better because of this. That's it pretty much it is I going to be Ego Bundle. God, it, they're going to tie in bundles to IGN's review system. So like games that have certain reviews are going to bundle those all together. And maybe mm. that's going to influence how they review games. Like, this game's actually a 9 out of 10, but we want to sell it cheap, so we're going to say it's a 6 out of 10 and bundle it with the other 6 out of 10 games so we can just sell the bundle. I don't trust it. I, IGN's shitty to begin with. Like, almost everyone who worked there has left saying, like, on bad terms, saying, like, it's, the company's just changed and it's just not good or respectable anymore. Um, it, just be very skeptical with anything that happens from either of those sites from now on. Even more so. Okay. Yeah. And I guess that sounds like that was it for news. Anyway, let's wrap this one up. That was a solid episode. Let's do some plugs. Uh, Mark, where can listeners find you? Uh, the you can find me on definitely uh, Microsoft.biz.ru. <laughs> yes. No, you can find me on on uh, Instagram. Search Mark Choi. Um, I'm follow the almost better Mark page. Choi on Instagram is following me. No, I wish Matt. It's the dream, but I I, I couldn't get it someday. Visit so markjoyoninstagram.com. Yeah. <laughs> I should that? do that. That's actually pretty good. I'm, I'm literally ordering it as we speak. Yep, and it'll forward the podcast. Wait, Bassa, how many domain oh. names are you paying for that you just do nothing Matt, can with? You actually, can you actually do that for me, please? I can actually order markjoyoninstagram.am. <laughs> Dude, do that. 
Gur, you looking uh, fun? Yeah, I so my Instagram. Mark Choi on Instagram.com. We'll redirect to Mark Choi. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> squat on that so hard. To sell it to him for like $3,000. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and my Twitter's uh, the Mark Leet uh, 4AX lol. Um, I really, really wish I had a different Twitter. <laughs> really badly, actually. It's not the joke. It's not even funny for me anymore. That's, that's the thing. Like, that's, changing, that's an easy problem to solve. Or you know, just know. get a new Twitter. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, that's what I was gonna bring that up. I think I might get a new Twitter soon. So right. hey, Mark. The next ultimate, next episode. If, yeah, if you I'll, get a new Twitter, I'll get sixty-four bit uh, Windows. <laughs> Jesus okay, Christ. sounds like a deal. That's awesome. so, um, we're idiots. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then and then yeah. uh, on Slack, it's just abts underscore mark, and that's Slack. Nobody can <laughs> see you on Slack. <laughs> just kidding. I'm follow, just kidding. Uh, follow Mark on his uh, Adobe Cloud uh, account and uh, <laughs> for all his oh, uh, Photoshop yeah. updates. You follow me. <laughs> follow Mark Choi on Google Drive and Dropbox. There you go. Uh, how about you, Brent? Oh God, uh, I got the Twitter. Uh, is it ABTS Brendan? I think. Yeah. I never use. I don't do anything with that. I just shit post in 140 characters. Excellent. And Matt, hold on. I'm I'm forwarding you guys a link. Okay. Oh no, uh-huh. I've fallen for this one before. Brendan, what's your Slack name? Uh, Nobody cares. The listeners. DJ Frosty Tips. Oh, wait. It redirected to the WWW. That's not good. Don't do yeah. the WWW. Oh, God. It's so no, much more. Oh, no. It redirects to Matt's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. You took that away from me. Oh. Mark Twain Instagram.com to follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. This is a power is- move. Bassy, come on, working. Mark Choi. You gotta get Bassy, more. Bassy, you spiteful bitch. So personal <laughs> brand in order. Um, Matt, I can't. I'm clicking it. It's not taking me anymore. Oh, now me. now it's working. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I mean, actually, you know what? I'm, that makes me really happy. So I'm glad we could just keep that. Not yeah. that so I have any you power. You can find over me on Instagram whatsoever. at Mark Choi on Instagram.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Matt Basta. Um, <laughs> I should just register like all of your social media. <laughs> First on Twitter leads to my just Twitter. So mean. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Markchoy.com just redirects to mattbasta.com. Um, <laughs> oh. Fuck me. Uh, uh, if, if you're tired of listening to us and think that you can do better uh, with your own goddamn podcast, you know? Go to pinecast.com and sign up for your free account, free forever. When you're ready for the good stuff, uh, use the offer code um, CUCUMBER for uh, your first month free. <laughs> Still upset fuckbots isn't a... Uh, no, definitely not. But no, that's cool. Cucumber, uh, check out our uh, our social media. We got Facebook, Twitter. We are also on Instagram, all ABT Silence. Um, we're live streaming the episodes lately, so thanks for cats for tuning in when you did. And listener, if you want to do the same, you can tune in on Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm also Twitch. Uh, I'm also uh, get playing random games and stuff uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we got our 200th episode coming up, so keep your eyes and ears out for that. Might be some D&D goodness. Not really sure what we got in store. So, Oh, and 
check out mine and Doug's horribly awkward uh, episode. And I did an episode of The Melting Pat with Pat Johnson. Yeah, so former, check those both out. previous guests. Yeah, awesome plugs i always forget to plug the shit that we do outside of like during plugs it's like oh <laughs> we are selfish lovers yeah god damn it but yeah no both of those are awesome so check it out the the melting pat and horribly awkward podcast um but yeah and check out the other stuff on the network we got our D show almost better than dragons it's back in full force it just takes a while mm-hmm. to edit episodes so it's like an episode or two a month but if you're into that there's some good content there uh we got erie canal theater Press Continue Podcast, Dumbbells and Dragons, One Track Gamers, all sorts of goodness at almostbetter.net. And yeah, if you like the show, tell us some friends. Like, Try to convince them to subscribe and hang out and chat with us on Twitch and stuff. That would be fun. If you like the show, tell us. Because I want to yeah. know why. Uh, yeah, well, hey, on this 200th episode, we have a couple people giving us some congratulation messages. And one of them's a former listener. So we'll... Hear from wait, them? they quit <laughs> listening. Oh wait, it's I didn't me. mean to I say stopped that. listening. God, I just I gave threw up. the word "former" in by accident. Like I, I meant uh, to say former like, former guest. Rest in peace, uh, everyone. All, all of our listeners are former listeners. I mean, mm-hmm. the, I mean, technically, yeah. But anyway, we'll be back <laughs> next philosophical. week. Philosophical. See you guys. All right. <laughs> Bye. I'll Love you. you.